All right, uh, Rabotai, it's that time of the day. I'm just going to go to the, uh, the Zoom over here. Okay, the botan. You able to hear us there? Yes, Rabbi, I hear you. Okay, wonderful. Let me just set up the Zoom over here, and then uh, we'll start the uh, today's dinash. Uh, how is that? Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Thanks, Charles. All right, Rabotai, uh, this is a uh, really a treat that we're able to uh, to learn this sefer, Ma'amara Geula, from Rabbi Moshe Haim Lutzato. It's the only book of its kind that actually explains, you know, behind the scenes, according to the upper worlds, what exactly has to happen uh, for Geula to manifest itself. We're learning the Shi'urim Rabotai. Uh, we have a sponsor. The Shi'urim are going to be studied in Fu'az Shlema Haya Allegra Bat Gamila and Yosef Hayim Ben Rosa. Amen. Now, we discussed at the end of yesterday's Shi'ur, the Rav started to tell us that there's four primary. Uh, Kilkulim, uh, malfunctions that take place, uh, and I'm going to, I'm using that word, uh, these are things that of course Kadosh Baruch Hu does for our benefit. When I say a malfunction, I mean that it's not running according to the, the perfect way it's supposed to. And the first thing we started to talk about yesterday is the reformation of the way the Orot come down to the world. Remember yesterday we said that Everything in this world is a result of orot. Uh, that's, you don't see that. That's why the world is called olam, which is behelem. But if you get to the root and trace everything back to its origin, it's coming from a sefira, hesed, geburah, tiferet. Uh, take, take, for example, um, the refuah that everybody, you know, yearns and strives for. Refuah comes from the sefira of tiferet. Tiferet, in the Sifirot represents balance. Because you have Chesed on the right, and you have Givurah on the left, and then Tiferet is in the middle. And anybody that knows anything about Rifu'ah, healing, it's all about, there's an equilibrium, there's balance of the elements in the body. Uh, that there's no, there's nothing off. Not too much sugar, not too much water, you know, not too much of this uh, 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 iron, or too less calcium. It has to be be'izun, it has to be a balance, which is represented in tiferet. So ultimately, everything that we see in this world, whether it's in the secular worlds or in the uh, natural, physical, or spiritual, everything comes down from the orot. And when the orot are lined up correctly, that means kibyachol, 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu is facing us and it's towards us, so the light comes down and we know where it's coming from. That's also part of what we call Gilui Panim, that we know where it's from. Everybody knows this is Menas Shaman, this is from God, nobody has a doubt. Nobody thinks for one second that anything is random or by chance or by by uh, by, by, by by nature. But then Galut creates a new system that's called Hester Panim, and Hester Panim uh, represents when the Orot are not lined up, uh, let's say, facing us or towards us, the backs are to us. The light is still coming down. Uh, I want you to recognize that, Abotai. Nothing changes from God's standpoint. The or, it's like the, when the clouds come out, it doesn't mean the sun is not there anymore. The sun is still shining through the clouds. It's just that you don't see it. But the rays are still coming through. The sun is still there. It's just that it's being blocked. So in Galut, is what's called the Ester Panim. And once the Orot don't come down and reach us and the world... And the, those orot primarily are for our benefit. And when they don't reach us in that configuration, so everything starts to go haywire. Everything starts to get, you know, get weakened. And the world becomes more dangerous for Jewish people. Because since, since the Shekhinah, as we'll discuss now, is not getting the or in the proper way, the Shekhinah is the representation of that light in this world. And when that light doesn't reflect the Shekhinah uh, properly, we get it from the Shekhinah, and if it's weak there, it's going to get weak to us, and then it only gives our enemies ability. So again, uh, enough with me talking. Let's read some in the book. He writes, "Ubehiyot hameorot samim penehem la'il tahtonim." When these meorot are facing towards uh, the lower ones, namely us, the windows are open, the beracha is, is, is opened, the pipes, the pipes are working, like we learned yesterday with the reservoir, there's no, there's no cloggage. Then it's all good. There is no agony in the world, there's no pain, there's no suffering. But what happens? Here he introduces the first kilkul of Galut. But when the avonot start to, you know, multiply and they start to air up. So they're not facing each other anymore. The orot are not configured in that original system. And now, again, like I told you yesterday, the Orot trickle down. So everybody gets, you know, uh, uh, from that energy. But if it's not coming down with the same velocity or the same intensity, so the lower levels are not receiving their sustenance as they should. So basically, it's a trickle down effect. Uh, if the Orot are not coming from the high place in the same velocity or the same intensity, eventually it's going to trickle and everything beneath it is going to get weakened. And then the Kedusha, the Shekhinah itself becomes weakened. And then everything else that trickles down from the Shekhinah, which is us. And then the power of the Tum'ah starts to uh, starts to get uh, stronger. And he said, now understand this. 
כי כל זה גרמו עוונות ישראל. I told you yesterday, I'm sorry that I'm being repetitious, but I'm reminding myself of these principles. I never really studied this book, so these concepts are, are new to me as well. And, you know, a, a person comes along and says, hey, listen, you know, it's a free country, I can do whatever I want. My Averot, you know, what, what, what do you uh, uh, care what I do? No, but the Averot of every single person affects the whole, the whole system. All the Orot are get ruined from anybody's Averot. That's why That's why we have a Mitzvah Tukaha. It's the famous Mashal with the guy in his cabin on the boat and he's drilling a hole in his cabin. And then when the captain knocks on his door and he says, uh, the captain says, what are you doing? He says, well, it's my cabin. I can do whatever I want. You can do whatever you want, but 2,000 people are going to drown if you're making a hole in your own cabin. So therefore, it's the same thing. Ki bechet'am, the sins of Klaisen, netazekah hatum'ah vaitam mitkaberet la'amod bimkomot mena kedushah lefi hat'am. It's almost if it's a takeover. The tum'ah takes over the place where the kedushah was. Obotai, these are esoteric concepts, and if, 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 you, if you just have your, your, your education from college, you're not going to believe anything I'm telling you, because you say, hey, Rabbi, I, don't, I can't put this under a microscope. I don't see this stuff on a slide. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Kilipot, Tum'ah, that, that hasn't been proven in the New England Journal of Medicine. Again, we're looking at the world not from the superficial look of it, we're looking behind the scenes. That's why the Ramhal, he learned with a Magid, so he's giving us the, 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 you know, the behind what's going on. As to this, the sins start to grow, the Tum'ah starts to grow, and if something doesn't happen, there has to be a uh, uh, somebody has to turn the circuit breaker off. Because if it's going to continue in this system, the world will ultimately be destroyed. The Tum'ah is going to get too much power. The Kiddushah is going to be basically starved out, dehydrated from its from its or. And once already there's malnutrition of the orot that's coming down, the world ultimately will be destroyed. So Bore Olam has a... It's actually a chesed. It's a... Um, it's an emergency switch that is activated. He doesn't wait until the box of sins gets filled to the top. If that would happen, it's over. So Boreham preempts that moment of the filling of the box. And if you remember the famous Pasuk of Vinoshantem, which we'll talk about, that God said they're going to be in Eritrea for 852 years. But if you remember, we exiled at 850 years, two years early. Uh, Hashem was Magdim. And according to Ramhal, that's a great chesed, those extra two years. Because as a result, if we would have stayed in Eritrea Israel till the end, it would have, it would have been the end. So Bariolam waits, doesn't wait until the se'ah is filled. Like it says in the Pasuk, when it says in Daniel, we'll learn these Pesukim Be'iyun, Vayishkod Hashem Vayishkod means he did it quickly. Vayishkod, he was uh, uh, doing it, you know, moving fast to bring the Galut. Now that sounds like a cruel Pasuk. God's moving quickly to bring the Galut on B'nai Yisrael. Vayishkod Hashem You would expect a merciful God that when he's doing something bad, it, it should be done slowly. It should be done, you know, uh, heavily. It should be done 
in, in a deliberate manner. And here it says, when God brought the Ra'a and B'nai Yisrael, Vayishkod, he's bringing it first. Again, the Ha'ven, because it's a Hesed. Echayazeh, ki bihiyot ha-me'orot me'ilim b'rfacha, kemoshi, when the orot were coming down properly, lemi hayan nimshach oto ha-shefa? Now he asked the million dollar question. When the orot are coming down, it's true. The whole world is sustained from this. But who's getting the primary shefa? Hello, Yisrael, the Jewish people. Rabotai, that should make you feel very good. We're the main recipients. We might not be the biggest in the population. Uh, actually, we're from the smallest uh, percentage, even a percentage of a percentage point of the world population. But nonetheless, all the shefa that comes down from the upper world is primarily for Israel. Alken, lo hayu If the shefa is coming down to Klaisel, it is impossible to go to Galut, and the Goyim have no hold over us. Because and certainly they can't destroy the Beit Hamikdash. So, what happens? Once there was called Hastarat Panim, Hastarat Panim means the face was turned. I, I say again, because I want to get you get clear. Nothing changes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The sun still shines, it just doesn't come down to us because there's a blockage. But from God's standpoint, it's still, it's still happening, but the way we receive it is different. Once Tashpa'ah was diminished from B'nai Yisrael, um, Mikdash, and the Beit HaMikdash Mishish, the Korbanot were not able to bring the same powers down. Ve'az gavru alehem ha'umot, the nation started to get power. Ve'ayta galut. And Abu Tai, listen to the words. Ve'chol zel to'elet Yisrael haya. It's to our benefit, galut. Ki az kiblu ha'mekatregim chelkam, it seems that at the time of the Averot, there's prosecution. And you need to satisfy the prosecutor. You can't just, the prosecutor cannot just prosecute and you just, you know, you, you, you close a deaf ear to the prosecutor. You have to listen to him eventually. Borei Olam has to, has to deal with the prosecutor. And the prosecutor is saying, the Jewish people are making sins. Borelam, why don't you punish them? And Borelam keeps them at bay to a certain degree. But after a certain point, the Midat Hadin must be placated. The Midat Hadin must be, I should say, satisfied. And therefore, the Jewish people go into Galut, and that's when the process begins. The good news is, is that the Orot stop. When the orot stop, the tum'ah cannot latch on to those orot either. Uh, it's a favor that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, okay, we'll shut the voltage a little. The kilipot now are going to have to do their damage. But at least when they're doing their damage, they're not going to be able to grab the or. Klaisil, uh, unfortunately, is going to get less or as well. But it's going to have to go through that process till it passes. Now, Tomar she'en nimshach mehem shefa. Now, don't think that even in the times of Galut, that Klai says not getting Shefa. The world would not be able to stand. Which means, 
which means we get the minimum amount, you know, the minimum amount just to keep us uh, in existence. Everything is restricted. That's why there can be no joy at the time of exile, because we're not getting the right, the right uh, shefa. That's referred to the Kohanim. There's no more Kohanim serving. There's no more ministers in the Beit HaMikdash, the Levim. And who, gets, who replaces them? Other type of ministers, of the Goyim, of our enemies. Listen to this. I don't know if the, uh, if the fruit man is watching. But the, the, the Ramchal is telling you, based on the Gemara, when the or doesn't come down in its right way, it affects everything. And one of the things it affects is the, is, is, is the fruit. Uh, the fruit don't taste the same, the same anymore. It takes away the time of the food. It takes away uh, uh, the age of people. Whereas earlier in the generations, people lived a thousand years. When the or doesn't come down correctly, it's going to affect that as well. Uh, that's called the main uh, the main pipe. Listen to how it's working. There's a pipe that brings down the or to the Shekhinah. The Shekhinah has many names. Uh, Shekhinah can be called Malchut, for example. That's the lowest level uh, on earth, let's say, the revelation of the Shekhinah. Shekhinah gets that or, and that Shekhinah brings it to us. But when the Shekhinah is not getting the or, because there's a hester panim, so then, who had nistam It's It's blocked. But again, it's never a total blockage. Uh, the, the opening is minimized. I will tell you that actually, for those that say the Ibrahah of Asheri Yatsav, which the Siddur Ayom, we learned it a few years ago, said, Anybody that says the Berachah Basheri Yatsan with Kavanah is guaranteed that he will never need a doctor, he will never need medicine, he will never get sick. It's a small uh, uh, investment that has a great, great payoff. He says, Muftahani, I guarantee it, that everything will be good. And I saw from Abhaim Bital, he explains in Shara Kavanot, in the easy way I'll say it, what, what's, what is this Berachah Basheri Yatsar? Simply it means that we're repelling the waste from our bodies and therefore we have an ifuah because these uh, uh, toxins that if they don't get repelled from the body they go into the bloodstream and God forbid a person can get poisoned. So therefore so we make it when we go to the bathroom. But he comes along and he talks about that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created in the body Nikabim Nikabim and he refers that these are the Nikabim on the Rosh, the eyes, the nostrils, the, uh, the ears, the mouth, and he says, it is through these nikabim that a Kadosh Baruch Hu is able to send down the or that we're talking about, and it can go into the person. Now, he notices that, look at the size of these holes. The size of these holes are perfect because, he says, if they were uh, too small, so then the or would not be able to come in, and the dinim would be, Yahat uh, V'Shalom, uh, 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 overtake us. And if they were too big, then it would be too much rahamim, and the world needs me that tadin as well. So the world cannot exist either. You need that balance. So he says, uh, the kabim, the kabim, 
שאם יסתם או אם ייפתר, if there would be any different uh, uh, size than they are, אי אפשר להתקיים. Which is basically they're saying that for the world to be, have רפואה, and the world to be uh, balanced, the ore has to be balanced as well. And if the ore is not coming down like it's supposed to, if it's too little, like what happens in the times of Galut, so then there's, there's, a, there's a consequence. So he says, ומה שיורד ממנו אינו יורד אלא בעלם גדול. ועתה אפרש לך עניין היטב. He says, now I explain it. כי בראשונה היה שפע יורד ברווחה בגילוי. Originally the שפע came down בגילוי, opened. Everybody knew that everything was from God. God was apparent. ועל כן הייתה שכינה מתחזקת, שכינה had strength, בכבוד ובתפלת ובגלורי ובשמחה גדולה. מושלת על כל הסבאות והמחנות השלה. And the Shekhinah was the king, and the Shekhinah was ruling over all the, the Malachim, let's say, that are underneath it. וישראל כמו כן. Again, if the Shekhinah is having a renaissance, then בני ישראל have a renaissance. וישראל כמו כן, היו מתגברים ברוב והדר למשול על כל הגויים. We had sovereignty of all the nations. ובהפך, בלהות הזמן, then from the confusion of the time, the kabod originally was taken from the Shekhinah. Again, it all starts, we're the last ones to know about it. Once things start to go wrong in the, in the upper worlds, it trickles down to us eventually. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about this now, but I will tell you that uh, normally there is the main pipe that feeds into the Shekhinah is called Midat HaYesod. The Malchut is here, let's say. The Yesod is right above it. And that's the feeder. That's, that's where all the all comes through Midat HaYesod into the Malchut. And that's the, that's the normal way it works. And when it's working through the normal way, Yesod to Malchut, uh, we have uh, tremendous Shefa to the Shekhinah. We have tremendous Shefa to the world. I have to tell you that Yosef HaSadiq, for example, is the uh, human representative of this Midat HaYesod in this world. That's what all the Shefa in the world came through Yosef HaSadiq, who was Mashbir. In Mitzrayim, uh, Mitzrayim is the earth, that's the Malchut. And where did the Berakah in Mitzrayim come from? From Yosef. Until Yosef came on the scene, they couldn't get Berakah. It had to go through the embodiment of Yesod and come down. So it, it, it's quite possible that that's why we need a Mashiach ben Yosef, because we have to reverse this process. Uh, uh, when, when there's Galut, the Yesod basically gets clogged up, but the Shefa still has to come down. I'd like to explain this, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, simply to our members. You have to ask your local, you know, uh, uh, qualified Mekubal for, for details on what I'm saying. I'm just giving you to the, you know, very, very watered-down version but something that I can relate to at least. Above the Yesod, very high up, is another area that has a lot of light. They'll call that Ima. Ima ila'a, Ima, Ubina. And normally, again, everything has to come through Yesod. But when there's Galut, the Yesod gets blocked up. And then the light comes down from Ima directly to the Shekhinah, which is, thank God, a good thing. But it's not coming down in the normal way. Uh, we're being protected from the upper light of Ima Ila'a. 
the Mekubalim talk about that Ima represents uh, a mother that is protecting her child. You know, when the child is in danger and uh, you saw it leaves and there's nobody to protect it, so the mother comes in from on top and hovers down in order to protect the child. They also talk about, uh, they compare uh, the Teva of Noah was like Ima. When the world was being destroyed, there was no more Shefa, so Noah had to enter the Teva. That's like he's being protected by this different type of uh, 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 light. Tzohar ta'asela Teva. That light Tzohar was coming from the Teva, which is Ima, and was giving protection uh, to the world. So all these things that you read in the Torah are really representing higher higher levels. Although a Teva, I know, is, a, is an ark. But the ark represents something you know, in the upper worlds, and therefore Noah was entering that area. Ima also is represented in Teshuvah. Uh, that's why the way we get protected in Galut is through entering Ima through Teshuvah. Bore Olam says, the only way to save yourselves through Galut is uh, now you're going to have to go and bask in the light of Ima Ila'a, which is Teshuvah, and make um, make reparations. So he comes along and he says, "Vashikina ena mekabelak behester gadol." That's what he means, behester gadol. Ve'alken lo nirich litat shikina. You don't see the the, the shikina's uh, uh, apparency anymore. It's not transparent. Ve'en memshalal Yisrael. And when the shikina is in exile, it affects us. Ach lo lakha shikina rak midah yisod. The shikina is not getting any more directly from yisod. Ve'lo yanku yisel elam meshede imam. That's what he means over here. And Yisrael's only getting the hashpa'ah now from Ima. As if, if let's say this is, uh, this is the malchut here, the receptacle, and the Yisod is here. If Yisod is out of the way, it's closed, so something on top of it, which is Ima, goes directly and passes over Yisod into the malchut. It's a different type of hashpa'ah. It's enough to keep us alive, but it, 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 it does not have the same effect. V'lo yanku Yisrael ila m'shede imam. That's from Ima Ila'a. V'nimsa shezeu ha-kilkul arishon. That's the first kilkul shegarma galut v'hester or ha-meorot v'hoser ha-shefa v'akawa. That's the first thing. The shefa is is limited. Which means you have a, you have a, a pipe that's producing a, a, a lot. A, 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 look at today what's going on. You know, before, uh, I guess last month or two months ago, if you went to the oil pipes, in the uh, in in Saudi Arabia, they were pumping away, and the velocity of the oil couldn't come out fast enough. Now they don't know what to do with the oil. They don't know where to put it. There's so much oil that they they, they, they have to slow down the pumps, and that's what happens. Lavdil when it comes to the, the oil over here, the oil is pumping during the times of the Beit Hamikdash, but the Averot ultimately cause it to to stop, and then we enter a world that's called Hester Panim. Uh, look what happens it affects the Torah that means Torah scholarship is definitely dependent on how the Orot are configured and when the Orot are not sending down the power to the Shekhinah like it's supposed to the brains don't work the same like it says in the Pasuk Ubinat nevonap tistatar. One of the uh, uh, results or the consequences of galut is shechata Torah. That's what you wonder. So how come we don't have a hachamim like uh, we had in the olden days? Again, galut 
uh, it's nothing to do with IQ. A person can have the IQ of, uh, you know, of, of, of the Gaon. But it's the fact is, the Torah is a spiritual knowledge. Uh, I know you're going to ask me, you say, but Rabbi, when it comes to, let's say, the sciences were advanced. You're right. That, that's, diff- that's, different, that's a different item. In secular, it's possible that there's an aliyah, there's, a, there's an advancement. But since the Torah directly is influenced from this or, and when the or doesn't, uh, you know, come down correctly, we have what's called shikhata Torah, the forgetting of the Torah. Now, I'd like to read Kilkula Sheni today. We'll do two Kilkulim today, two Kilkulim tomorrow, and then uh, we'll start the process of Geulah. Hakilkula Sheni. Gadol kemochen meod, very great. It's a consequence of number one. So there's a rule uh, based on the Gemara. It's a, it's a scale rule. The scale rule says that if you put five pounds on one side of the scale, so it'll weigh it down and the other side will go up. And vice versa. If you put five pounds on the other side and take it off the other, it'll just... So there's always on a scale, unless you're putting it equal, one side's going to be up, one side's going to be down. The world is like that. Tum'ah and tahara, purity and impurity are rivals against each other. They cannot both be uh, working on the same plane at the same time. When the Kiddushah is up, the Tumah is down. When the Tumah is up, the Kiddushah goes down. They work uh, uh, in, uh, uh, in parallel to each other. And therefore he says, once already the awe of the Shekhinah was being limited, what do you think happened to the Tumah? Tumah starts to grow. And that's why you see, there's no coincidence about that, where you see the Tumah in our generation rampant. That, that, that's a consequence of Galut. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not like they're saying, "Hey, this is strange." You know why there's so much tumah in the world? It's not strange at all. That, that's expected. Once already, the, the 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 orot are coming down in the minimal way, so we're not going to be able to have <coughs> the dominance. It's like uh, by Yaakov and Esav. What did Yitzhak say? Okay, when 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 Esav goes up, Yaakov will go down. And when Yaakov learns Torah, kol kol Yaakov Esav. So there's a, there's a there's a balance. So he writes, ומהההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
and as a result of that, it gives them it gives them a lot of kawa. That's a general rule in itself, gentlemen. That any time a person does an avera, what we're basically doing, we're feeding, we're feeding the monster. Uh, the uh, we're giving a piece of the kiddushah that we have, and we're feeding the enemy, which is which is, I mean. We don't look at it that way. I guess if we would, maybe we wouldn't make any averot. Because imagine uh, you have a guy who has a gun, the have deal in, 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 in front of you, but he doesn't have any bullets, and he's threatening, "I'm going to kill you." I'm going to kill you. You're laughing at the guy. You're going to kill me. Shoot! It's a water gun. You have no bullets in there, and all of a sudden, something crazy goes into your mind, and you say, "You know what? Here's five bullets. Why would you give him the bullets to shoot you?" So he said, that's what the Gemara says, that en adam you have to be you have to be crazy. Because <laughs> you're giving the power to the Sitra Hara now, you're giving him kawah. And what do you think he does with that kawah? He uses it against you. It's not like he takes that kawah and puts it in the bank and says, okay, thank you very much, Kishemisha Berach. He takes that kawah and he comes to use it against you. Which means the 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 the, the, the Yisurin that a person gets a lot of it is self-inflicted. It's just, it just what you gave the sitra hana now power to boomerang it against us. So he says that's the second kilkul that once the kiddushah goes down, automatically you're going to see an upsurge. You know, I'm not in the markets. Uh, Moshe could tell you more how that works. I'm sure, but you know, there's the markets. When when this market goes up, the yield goes down. There's, there's certain things that work. They automatically, you know, if if, they, if, 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 if this if, if this industry goes up, there's other industries the same day, obviously gonna uh, are gonna get hit. So it's it, it works like that. Lavdi, just so you know that it, it, it does work that in life. In kiddushah, Tarah works the same way. Where there is a an immense uh, of of kiddushah, there's going to be a minimum of of tumah, at least uh, in the in the in, in, in the context that we're talking. All right, Abotai. This is enough for, for today. It's a lot to swallow, a lot to digest. Um, I would say, is there any questions? But I'm really not, uh, you know, capable to answer any questions on this subject more than I said. And God willing, we'll continue this uh, tomorrow. We have scheduled Dafa Yumi at eight. Uh, God willing, we'll give a halacha uh, shiur at ten fifteen. That's what we're doing in the mornings, and we'll have, um, I guess, the Thursday night class uh, tomorrow night at. 7:45. Uh, so we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you soon. Laila Tov Rabotan, stay safe.